Blog Talk Radio. This is the Roman Show, the episode of February 10th, 2016. Today we welcome Martin Stone, who will be in action at the FIP event taking place in Tampa, Florida this weekend. Tune in and hear what Stone has to say about independent wrestling and wrestling in Europe. Furthermore, we take a look back at the history and the legendary success that Daniel Bryan had and what impact he had on professional wrestling. This plus much more on The Roman Show. Step down to the get down. All right, whenever you're ready. ready. Five seconds to the open. Aquarius, watch that little gimbal. We don't want you coming off in the Booster. Go. Retro. Go. Lido. Go. Fly. Guidance. Surgeon. Go. Go. GNC. We're going. Go. Go. The Roman Show. With your host, Rodolfo Roman. Welcome, everyone. This is The Roman Show. My co host, George Alonzo, is off this week. Either way, we have a show to kick off and. There's a lot of news happening, but we want to invite you to our website, theromanshow.com. That's where you will find exclusive interviews, including one with Rey Mysterio. I sit down one-on-one to talk about wrestling without a mask, what Eddie Guerrero left uh, for him. Also, we talk about his thoughts on Kalisto and so much more. So tune in to that interview by visiting our YouTube channel, that's youtube.com forward slash allromano201 and subscribe or just head on over to our website, theromanshow.com. Plus, we're giving away free tickets to Universo. That is taking place in Miramar here in South Florida. Head on over to our website for information. All you have to do is follow the directions and you never know. You might be going to the circus courtesy of The Roman Show. Check that out and visit Universal.com for more information. Well, let's talk about pro wrestling on this segment of Reality Check. And now, it's time to give you a Reality Check. Well, it was a very heartwarming and touching, touching and emotional moment for Daniel Bryan, word broke out as he sent a tweet saying that he was announcing his retirement and he would explain why on Monday. And well, surely enough, Monday Night Raw, it was not an angle, it was not a work. Daniel Bryan did announce his retirement and by God, it was a very emotional one except for that one guy that allegedly started chanting the goodbye song and he was escorted by security. But Really successful career, although unfortunately at only 34 years old, Daniel Bryan has had to retire because of severe concussions. He wanted to basically take care of himself, and you can't deny the fact that you know, he wants to make a family, he wants to have children, and it could definitely impact him in his, in his future. So he had to hang up his boots, but it's unfortunate. Here's a guy who had a lot of success, and it was just a matter of time that he was going to build on that success look back last year when he won the championship title in New Orleans we will never forget that and he really broke 
the barrier. This guy broke uh, the rules of the game. No longer did we have to count on, on having pro wrestlers look like giants with all this muscle. Daniel Bryan was your average guy. He wasn't huge. He wasn't the biggest or strongest guy. But he was a wrestler's wrestler. This guy came in and really wrestled. I had the opportunity of watching him live at WrestleMania. And just almost his last match when he was here for SmackDown. Uh, So I was very lucky to see. And the most exciting thing, and I I think that the the coolest part that I can remember about Daniel Bryan is how... The people accepted him. The people made him who he is. He didn't have to count on the WWE or Vince McMahon's creativity to push him. It was the people who pushed him to got him to be a champion. Who got him to be in all of those angles and great storylines. The people did that. And that is why his speech was this whole gratitude thing. Because he was grateful for all of the support that he has received from the world of wrestling and it was a very emotional and everyone in that arena you saw uh, was either crying or clapping but he touched everyone that was there present in the arena and also those who watched on TV so Daniel Bryan congratulations on a very successful career it sucks we would have loved to have seen more especially now that AJ Styles is in there Samoa Joe is in WWE Finn Balor I mean the 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 matches that could have happened if Daniel Bryan would have still been there would have been memorable. But we're going to have to wait to some other time, maybe down the road, if we will ever get to see those types of matches. But either way, it was a great run. And uh, I would have loved to have seen him a couple of more years. You imagine Kevin Owens versus Daniel Bryan. That's another one that was very famous in the independence. But again, he left something for the future of professional wrestling and it's that, opening the doors to those people that are not your common Joes, your common professional wrestlers. It's the people that get paid 10 bucks a night to wrestle in front of a crowd of 10 people. It's the people that drive all over the country for 5 bucks a night to wrestle in front of 5 people at a, at a restaurant. You know, and, and he was one of those guys, and he did it. And he succeeded, and he got to the top. So Daniel Bryan is a pioneer of professional wrestling because he has opened the doors. If it wasn't for him, there would be no NXT. In NXT, all that type of wrestling, he was incorporating that into the WWE main roster and now we see it it's, and, and you, you get used to it now. That whole independent, this guy traveled all over the world wrestling, Europe, Japan, Mexico, and he brought all of those types of wrestling skills into the WWE and the people have accepted it. And they are educated about it. And he did it. He did it. And we're seeing more of it little by little. Well, moving forward, Daniel Bryan leaves. Of course, he had to leave because of his health. But there are some other people that are no longer with the company. And I'm talking about Bull Dempsey, Marcus Lewis, Sylvester Lafort, Peter Howard. These guys are part of, or were part of NXT. Magno, better known as Rooney Oscar Vasquez. These guys were all released by the WWE. They were under a performance-enhancing uh, performance or a developmental deal. But unfortunately, it just didn't go their way. Bull Dempsey, if you remember, he was getting hyped a lot on NXT. But they just couldn't find the right fit for him. But the good thing is, people like Joey Styles has gone on the record on Twitter and say, 
to say to throw all these promotions to book Bull Dempsey. I mean, he really is a good guy. He's a really good, talented wrestler. Very exciting. Got the look, has the feel to it. But listen, it just doesn't always go your way, right? Things always change in professional wrestling. Perhaps at the moment you weren't there at the right time. You never know. We might see Bull Dempsey back again in the world of NXT or WWE. Just take a look at AJ Styles. You got Luke Gallows. Uh, not, not Luke Gallows, I apologize. Carl Anderson. Uh, so many guys that at one point, for example, AJ Styles at one point was with the WWE. Of course, it was a short run. But there he is. He's back again. He reinvented himself in TNA, uh, in New Japan Wrestling. New Japan Pro Wrestling, so you never know. We might see a Bull Dempsey. He has the look. He definitely has the talent. It's just a matter of honing it, perfecting it, and he might be back on the world of wrestling entertainment. Well, that pretty much wraps up this um, episode or part or segment of the Reality Check. Again, my co-host, George Alonzo, is not around. But by the way, I do want to say this. And I know it's too soon, but it did, it did happen when Ed retired, who another guy who retired very, very young. They should induct Daniel Bryan this year in WrestleMania. Why not? He deserves it. He is definitely uh, Hall of Fame material. And why not do it this year in Texas? He definitely has a strong support. And you can just imagine over 100,000 people chanting, yes, yes, yes. That would be awesome. All right, folks, we're going to bring in Martin Stone, who will be in action this weekend at the FIP program. You can catch that live on WWNlive.com if you can't be there in Tampa. But coming up next, Martin Stone here on The Roman Show, The Governor. Monster Energy Ford Rock returns to JetBlue Park in Fort Myers, Florida. April 30th and May 1st with Rob Zombie. Shine down. Fighting death punch. Three doors down. Bring you the horizon. And day to remember. And more. Tickets and VIP packages are on sale now. For more, head to FordRockFestival.com. Fueled by Monster Energy Drake. Alright everyone, FIP is back in action this Friday, February 12th in uh, Uber City. Make sure you could check it out yourself right there at the Ophrium. Or if not, you can catch it online at WWNlive.com, and uh, we have a pleasure to have Mr. Martin Stone right here on the Roman Show, who we saw in action at uh, the Mikosuke Legends of Wrestling event, and now he's going to be in action at FIP in a three-on-three uh, tag match. So a lot of a lot of action uh, from this man, Martin. Thanks so much for taking your time and speaking to us. Thank you for having me on, mate. I really do appreciate it. Awesome, Martin. I mean, you're you're, you're part of this three-on-three. Uh, -three. You got the MSL Universal Monster. You got Josh yep. Hess, and uh, you're a part of this team. And then on the opposite side, you got some three young kids, three three young new guys, uh, Black Baron, Stitches Osiris, and uh, Odison. Uh, what, what can we expect from this? Is this a uh, big, big bunch of uh, uh, talented kids you guys are facing on? Yeah, I mean, uh, the, the guys uh, you mentioned were in a uh, singles match um, on the last FIP uh, pre-show before, uh, before Evolve. Um, if you haven't checked that one out, then I highly urge you guys to check that FIP show out because um, those guys killed it. Um, I had a really, really good match with uh, uh, another young up-and-comer, Jason Cade, um, who is a heck of a talent. 
Um, so yeah, so this match is it's going to be fast paced. It's going to be a, a lot, of, a lot of real athletic stuff from those guys, and then obviously me, Carver, and Josh are just going to beat the living crap out of them and pound them into the ground. <laughs> it's going to be something. So it's, uh, one of those. It's, uh-huh. it's one of those classic matches. That's the uh, the, the the flyer versus the strikers. So it's it's going to be really intense and good. And want to let the folks know that they can see our previous uh, or, or past shows at www.live.com. Uh, of course, this is yep. coming up on February 12th. You can check up all of the action there. So a lot of great stuff happening for you, Martin, coming up this weekend, February 12th. Now, of course, we got the FIP show this Friday, but here in Miami, you had an opportunity to to be in the squared circle with uh, legends, right? Hall of Famers. You got Coco Beware. Uh, the Bushwhackers, you guys check it. I mean, that was a fun, entertaining match. And then you had Ricky Steamboat who was dancing. How was that experience? Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously I know Ricky from being in developmental for two years. Uh, so, you know, getting to be part of the match with Ricky was uh, was absolutely, was just, you know, it was an absolute pleasure. But uh, getting to be in the ring with, like, uh, Bushwhacker Luke and Coco Beware, it was great to be able to, like, just pick minds of guys that, a have been all over the world, uh, and just be you know being some of the biggest biggest venues when at the time the WWF was on its rise to becoming the biggest promotion, the biggest wrestling promotion in the world. Um, so it was a, a real great learning experience, and just you know <laughs> so much fun, so much fun. So Martin, knowing these guys, you got like like Bush and Coco Beware, and Brian Knobs of the Nasty Boys. Yeah. These guys are way into their past 40 years, uh, 40 year old rather, they're in the 50s, and they're still doing it. Yep. Did you see yourself doing this, yep. wrestling at, at that age as well? You know what, it, it, it gives me some hope, you know, because uh-huh. I always thought that, you know, when I first got into wrestling, I thought, ah, it's not going to be a long career, maybe, you know, maybe I'll, I'll be done by the time I'm like 30, 35. But, you know, seeing those guys, and, you know, and, and to their credit, you know, Coco and, and, uh, and Luke, they can still go. So I'm like, you know what, okay, yeah, maybe there is a, a much longer career than what I thought, you know, so. Yeah, and, and some of them take some, some really dirty, nasty bumps, and they're still going at it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, just for me as well, like, to, to be able to get to that point where I can pass on what I've learned, and, you know, Hopefully there's a few kids when I'm, you know, when I'm, I'm 50 old and there's like the odd kid there that are actually going to listen, you know, so it'll be, it'd be nice to try and pass some wrestling uh, experience on that way. But um, yeah, it's just, you know, the, you know, true pros, you know, they, they, they were great. They've been complaining about anything and, you know, especially Luke, you, you, kept, you kept telling me to hit him harder and stuff like that. So I was like, all right, mate, you, right, we'll go then. <laughs> I, I, I'm just happy that you weren't the one that had to take that uh, that stinker. You know, when he put his butt on the guy on your opponent's face. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I was, I was very, very glad that that one. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> now, what what do you take from a match like this? I mean, I mean, the the pace of the match, of course, is not when you take on someone that's around your age or 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 or, or yeah, the yeah, time but, of the of their uh, career. The thing is with with wrestling and, and the way I was trained. Um, again, I was trained by Tony and Dino Scarlo, and then I, I refined my training with uh, Dave Taylor and William Regal. Um, and I was always instilled, you know, no matter who you work in, uh, you should be able to work anyone. So any size, any shape, any height, any weight, any style, you should always be able to work it. So for me, it was. Uh, yeah, it was a much slower paced match than obviously what I'm doing on FIP and, and shows like that. But again, it's those, those types of matches, it's where, okay, 
and the whole thing is to, you know, you should always try and draw the crowd in any way, but obviously the, the main thing about it was making sure that the crowd were involved. Uh-huh. Go ahead. So, yeah, so obviously I'm working, um, you know, when I work guys that are, you know, my age, stuff like that, obviously the matches are a, a lot more impactful and um, a, a lot more intense and obviously the pace is a lot quicker. But obviously in matches where you're working vets like that, you get to have a, you get to really have a feel of, okay, let's just go out there and we'll see how the crowd reacts. So the whole match, you know, all matches should be based off of how the crowd are, but obviously sometimes you've got a, not a set plan on how to get there, but you've got a rough idea, whereas with that, it was like, well, let's just go out there and do what happens. So you really get a chance to just sort of, you know, keep your mouth shut, open your ears and just listen. And stuff like that is absolutely invaluable to be to becoming a, uh, a much better performer. Um, so what I got out of that match was just, you know, Martin, there's a lot of excitement right now in the independent scene, especially over there with FIP, the WWN um, network, uh, and all the other companies yeah. for that part of that. Because just in Orlando, the that day, or the sorry, the day after uh, the show over there in uh, in Orlando, I understand Triple H was in the house and he was looking at one of the events of, uh, of Evolve, uh, and William Regal yeah. was there as well. Uh, th- there's a lot of excitement with WWN. And now NXT just released a couple of guys that were part of that, so they're going to be now wrestling in in a, in a WWN, perhaps, uh, and all these other promotions. How excited are you to be part of this whole independent scene? Well, I mean, I was on the independent uh, in Europe for eight years before I got hired. Um, and obviously, the independent wrestling scene has, has changed dramatically uh, from when I got hired to what it is now. Um, everywhere is, is booming. I mean, especially in Europe. I mean, you've got companies like Progress and Rev Pro and PCW and ICW, which are drawing like 1,200, 1,500 people. Mm. Um, but the fact that now, um, obviously, I, I don't know what the ins and outs are, but obviously you've got NXT working with WWN, so it can only be a good thing for the independent scene. Um, so it's a really, really, I mean, it is, as you said, it's a really exciting time uh, to, to, to be a part of that. And obviously from when I first moved uh, from England to the States, um, the first place that I managed to get in touch with was FIP. And I can't thank Trevor Adams enough for, you know, he didn't know, he didn't know anything about me and literally just took a gamble and he gave me a shot and I will be forever in debt for that. Um, you know, so for me, it's like, I want to, FIP as one of my home promotions, you know, and, and it's the place that's given me the most exposure um, wrestling in the state so far. So, you know, just for me, it's a case of each time I'm there, I'm going to do my best and bust my ass to deliver each and every single time. Yeah, and Martin, from, from what I'm getting is, is okay, fine, you, you were in NXT or you were in the WWE, it didn't work out, but when you go to the independent leagues, it seems that for all these professional wrestlers, they say, hey, don't worry about it. There's still life out there for you because the competition is so fierce. Yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah, there is. It's not, I mean, you know, yes, it didn't work out. Um, but, you know, I get, uh, I'm going back as a regular to the tapings now and I'm getting some really good matches and I'm, I'm getting a lot of TV time, uh, which I'm really, really thankful for because, you know, this is something I didn't really get a chance to do that much when I was under contract, you know, it's different, different mm-hmm. circumstances now. So I'm going to showcase a lot more than what I did. 
Um, but yeah, no, you know, it didn't work out, and you know, I, I, don't, I don't really know why it didn't work out. That's something I'm still not in 100% clear about. But you know, no, no grudge, no, no bitterness, no nothing. I had a blast while I was there. But yeah, there, there is life after um, NXT. There has to be, you know, so it can't be the only place. Because um, if it, you know, I mean, yes, it's one of the it's the biggest company in the world, bar none. But you know, there's there's always a place to, to you know to hone your craft to get better and and to still work. So and that's where the independents are, you know. So. No, great, great stuff. I mean, I'm excited as a fan, as a journalist, to see all of this because it, you know, with the whole territorial days back then, and now you have all this. It's like every promotion that every pro- professional wrestler works for, they're hungry, and now it, it seems that the the WWE, the ROHs. The TNAs, they are all keeping their eyes, and it, it just makes it very exciting for fans all over the world, and for you, you know, yeah. because now you're able to say, hey, you know, I got to yeah. do my best, because you never know who's looking at me. Exactly. I mean, as a performer, you should always get, you should always go out there with the intent of, of having the best match on the card, and if you don't, if you're just going out there and, you know, you're half arse and stuff and, and, and doing stuff like that get out of the business, get out of the job, you know, because it's a long, it's a long, long, hard grow. it's a long stretch, you know, it's a grind, and it is a grind, you know, if you don't want to travel, if you don't want to miss birthdays, miss family functions, miss anniversaries and stuff like that, get out now, because you're taking up space on the card for people that, that, that do want it, you know, wrestling is a huge sacrifice, it really is, but at the end of the day, we do it because we love it. And if you don't love it, if you're just playing wrestler, get out of my job because you're going to piss me off. Very true, Martin. Thank you so very much. I look forward to seeing you in action February 12th. If you can't be in Uber City, no worries. You can catch it online, www.live.com. Martin Stone will be part of that three-on-three match there, uh, kicking up at uh, the FIP show February 12th. Do not miss it. Thanks so very much for your time, Martin. Thank you very much indeed, mate. I appreciate it. Will do. Thanks so much. Monster Energy Ford Rock returns to JetBlue Park in Fort Myers, Florida. Oh. April 30th and May 1st with Rob Zombie. Disturbed. Down with the Shine Down. Fighting Death Punch. Three Doors Down. Bring you the horizon. And day to remember. And more. Tickets and VIP packages are on sale now. For four, head to FordRockFestival.com. Fueled by Monster Energy Drake. Ladies and gentlemen, listeners all around the world, welcome to The Showdown. Switching gears, we are talking mixed martial arts. Ladies and gentlemen, CM Punk finally has an opponent. It's Mickey Gale, or Mickey Gall. He defeated his opponent this past week in a UFC Fight Night card. Uh, they aired, or UFC Fight Night, yeah, UFC Fight Night card that aired on uh, Fox Sports 1. And the word was, or the, the, the rule was, or the promotion was, that if Mickey won, he will get CM Punk. And that is what happened. That's Dana White told him. President Dana White told Mickey, listen, you win this, you will get CM Punk. And that's exactly what happened. And now, they were both caught up inside the octagon after Mickey's fight. He is 2-0. and CM Punk is... 0-0, he is undefeated, he has yet to fight professionally in an MMA, cage, octagon, whatever you want to call it, but it's going to be the first time that he is no longer lacing up his boots, 
but he is lacing up his uh, fighting gear or his gloves to get inside the octagon. And now he will take on Mickey Gall. Now, God did say that he's excited because he gets to beat up a superstar. On the other hand, CM Punk says the mystery behind him is what will allow him to have the advantage because no one knows how good CM Punk is. We don't know what he does. We don't know if he strikes. We don't know if he's a badass jiu-jitsu guy. We don't know that. Everything has been closed doors. We have no clue, no idea what CM Punk can bring inside the octagon. But, sure enough, we do know that he does have an opponent. But, you know, for some reason, CM Punk, and we know CM Punk's attitude, he hasn't been a, a good team player. Recently, he had an interview, and he started, but the journalist started asking questions about professional wrestling. And CM Punk just got annoyed. He, he, he got really obnoxious, and he didn't want to talk about it. But he can't deny the path. I understand he's trying to make a new career by joining the UFC, and we understand that. But many people were very interested in his career uh, with the WWE and in pro wrestling. I understand he's trying to get away from that, but listen, Daniel Bryan just retired. I'm sure that he's going to get asked what he thinks about that, his, mem his memories, his favorite moment, and so forth, although he already went and tweeted something about it. But... You can't escape the fact that CM Punk is and will always be a professional wrestling wrestler, even if he doesn't practice it. Because that's how it started and that is what got his name on the map. But he did the Cam Newton. You know, he was very upset when the journalist just called and said, Hey, you know, I want to answer these questions and he just started being a smart ass. Either way, we will now find out though if CM Punk can put his money where his mouth is when he takes on Mickey Gall at a uh, very near upcoming fight card. BJ Penn still, well sad, he's still coming out of retirement. Uh, now, people thought that it was going to be very, very quickly, perhaps in a month or two. Well, it, it, it is, but it, what they're saying is now that BJPenn.com, his personal website, that he will be competing against, so far, an unnamed opponent at UFC 197, and that takes place April 23rd in Las Vegas. Again, we don't know who BJ Penn will be fighting. However, it was reported by Erhawani on uh, UFC Tonight that Dennis Seaver might be a name that they're throwing out there. And Dennis Seaver has been around for, for a while in uh, MMA and so has BJ Penn. So, eh, I mean, it, it kind of makes it a decent fight. But BJ Penn, 37 years old, coming out of retirement to fight. And I know Nick, Nick Lentz has been calling him out. It's just a matter of time we get to see those two to fight. Lick Lentz actually had a fight here in Florida, so he is recuperating, though, from an injury. We'll get to see if those two actually do get to meet. In other news and the last news on this segment here of MMA Showdown, Yoel Romero has admitted that he failed a USADA drug test, but he never cautiously took a banned substance. He went on the MMA Hour with his manager, uh, Malki Kawa, and he said... Listen, I did take this supplement. However, I did not know that it included an illegal substance because it wasn't on the label. That is what he's claiming right now. The USADA, again, they do say that he is guilty of using this banned substance and they're currently investigating the issue. However, they have not laid down a penalty. Romero does say that he deserves a public warning, but the penalty could be as far as a public warning 
all the way to a one or two year suspension from fighting. However, if that is the case, that will take a toll on Romero's career, knowing that he is in his late 30s and he ain't getting any younger. So that could definitely leave a very, very strong mark on his career. And he would have to start all over again. And he was just, perhaps his next fight would have been a title shot. But that is no longer the case now that the USADA has found that he was using an illegal substance. Well, that pretty much wraps up this Roman show. I appreciate every single person listening to our program. Our numbers are off through the roof. Again, we invite you to visit theromanshow.com. Our website has all the information that you need and want from our show. And you can check out exclusive interviews, exclusive content that you will only find on our website. And remember, if you haven't been on, you haven't been heard. Thanks for listening to The Roman Show this week. Thank you.